Bye from New York. <laughs> Vintage tea, brand new phone, high heels on, cobblestones. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. That's right. <laughs> That's right, everybody. It is time for <laughs> quiet it's indie voices. Music. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I had to, I had to, I had to change up our thing song for today to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I get it. Happy, happy August, Sadie. Nah. Happy August. It is August. We have been listening to Taylor Swift for the past two weeks, and it is time for its music rain meow um, from the tropical metropolis of Hong Kong Island. To the urban sprawl of Los Angeles, California, eh, in the middle of a m- ridiculous pandemic, it is this music right Yeah, I was Sadie and Aaron. I am Aaron. You are Sadie, my daughter. And it has been... How, how have your past two weeks been, Sadie? Hard. <laughs> Hard. Um, the world's <laughs> not really getting better. And uh, besides nope. that, just working a lot. Um, embracing the chaos. And yeah. Listening, listening to this to sad album, yes. <laughs> I got. I'm feeling it, man. Um, this, I feel like um, last night. I don't know what it was. Like it, we were just like before dinner, and it had been two weeks of like working, and just this. It's we're in this, I'm in this rut. Like we're in this routine rut of just like get up, work, come home. Da, da, da. There's nothing you could do. Isn't there's nobody to go. Nothing to do. And so you're getting this kind of like a mental rut. And I just like last night. I was just like ah. We went for a walk and just kind of, just to clear our minds, and it gets to you. I mean, it just really, really wears you down. Oh my goodness. Yep. Yes, it Demotivate does. ten. Like here I am. I have like I have all this stuff to work on. I have two two more songs I'm working on. I've got some video footage that a friend of mine did that I can make for one of my my songs to make a music video out of it. I've got you know art to make and shit, and you just like oh. <laughs> why <laughs> have you seen on the internet i've well you, of course you have i sent you one those grids that go through each month like january and that shows a facial expression too with when uh what's happening february facial expression thir- you know when's i can't get the things in my head march facial expression i i'm definitely feeling those like you'll see the one that gets like august and september and july and it's just like that's that's definitely like ugh. you just like <laughs> september is just officially going mad <laughs> I'm like this is where I'm trying plus, to get <laughs> on the plus side you know not to get too deep in politics or anything but um it looks like we're we're close to an election in the US so all right and then we um uh, what else maybe there's some vaccines maybe. coming maybe a little bit by the end of the year I tell you what if they do I will be the first one in line to get like injected all over the place and get my ass yeah. on a plane because I'm I'm ready. My my body is literally ready because I'm over this shit. <laughs> yeah. How's everything going in your land? How's how's life? How's work? How's Los Angeles? How's the pandemic treating you? Um, you know, it's fine. It's it's super It's fine. Oh, <laughs> it's just it's super weird. I don't know about yeah. you, but every time I watch a movie, I'm like, why aren't they wearing masks? You know, it's just like something just feels it's so normalized now. Um, I know exactly. I, 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 every a, time. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. We've been watching. Um, what were we watching recently? We were watching Miss Marples. It's like this old British um, um, like murder mystery thing. We we're watching something else. And also I just watched. I watch TV in general. Like, you know, like at work, I'll throw in something in the corner. Right. Like I'll catch up on some Netflix shit. And yeah, every time there was like a group of people, it's like, like ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's terrible, you guys. Like what, what was wrong with you? It's now at the point where I'm like, what was life like before you had to cover your <sighs> face and twenty four seven. I know, I know. Oh but uh, but yeah, it's I mean, gonna be nice if we ever get back to that. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a while. Um, you know, everything pertaining to me personally is fine. Um, we just installed some plexiglass up at work and at your work, yeah, yeah. Just fo- following the guidelines, people want to be out doing stuff um i'm making money from it which i think is just so stupid um 
you know, counting my dollars. Like, people are stupid. You guys are all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my money, but uh, Jeez, why are you here? Go why, home. why are you at this restaurant? You're Do spin- you really need to drink out? Can't you drink at home yeah, in your sadness? You're wasting money. <laughs> like, don't you guys have to save money for, like, the pandemic? I, I don't know. Anyway. Just um, in case. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm concerned for you know, teachers and, and children. And I think it's, I just think the the whole thing is, is super bizarre. So like we can't, you know, have anybody dining inside of a restaurant yet. When I leave, I see people with H and M bags and I'm like, Oh wait, so you can go buy clothes at a mall. Hey, also, why are you bother? Why are you buying clothes? Why are I, like it's no, happened in no. Europe? Like the things open back up and people just went back out shopping again. Like nothing ever happened. I'm like, didn't you guys learn anything? Wasn't this hard? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm lucky to where I, I don't really you know have a social life or anything. I don't miss. <laughs> I don't like need to go. You know, spend money in commerce and stuff to enjoy my life. But man, it's like. I don't know. Order, order your clothes online. You drink at yeah, home. I, you know, I mean, we're, we're <laughs> Stay not buying shit. Like, we buy only things we like need or like truly, truly like. Okay, we'll we'll buy this. Like, we just got ourselves a rice cooker Ooh, um, nice. for twenty, about twenty U.S. dollars, a little small one that does like three cups of rice. Um, and I've never been happier about my fluffy new rice. It makes me so it oh, brings yeah. me lots of joy and for twenty dollars. You shouldn't be making more than three cups of rice because I do that. I make bulk rice and then it I mean, goes yeah, bad. It's just the two of us. Yeah. yeah, I mean one cup. One cup will feed two people for like two days. I mean, so yeah, absolutely. Um, so that brought me a lot of joy, and also Aww. it's hot here, so um, I bought myself some like lightweight boxers to kind of lounge about in because um, I'm constantly hot and sweaty. So that's also kind of like yeah, but that's it. That's what I bought. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. That's the whole thing. That's everything. We have a, <sighs> a window AC that we hooked up. Um, however, our complex doesn't allow for window ACs, so mm. it's uh, hooked up inside with a bunch of pipes from Home Depot to drip the water out behind the screen and <laughs> towels and plywood and all this stuff. Cause you know, we don't have AC. We live six blocks from the ocean. Oh, um, but you, man, it's, oh, can't do that. <laughs> it's, it's pretty rough. Um, so we have this thing, but then, you know, if we turn it, if we turn it off for too long, then it, it turning it back on, it like floods. So we have to, because, you know, it's supposed to be outside. <laughs> so, yeah. But think, we're um, dying, yeah. you know, just circulating yeah, the yeah. air doesn't, in the alley where the trash cans are right under one of my biggest windows. Never, doesn't, doesn't never again. Doesn't really hashtag help. Yeah, so. Yeah, no. Like, in New York, I was miserable because we just had wall units, the window units, and I absolutely hate them. Now, in mm-hmm. Hong Kong, we don't have central. We have, but we have these, like, you see, you saw them, the ceiling type unit things. Yeah. Big so fans. you get a lot of them, and you can put like a bunch. Every room has their own, so you can like really get things going. But I still, I desperately miss the old days of Florida central heat and air because that was that was life down there. That's everybody had central heat and air down there, unless you know, except when we were really poor, we didn't have anything. But like, yeah, yeah. Well, in Arizona, know. you know, it's illegal to not have central air. You have well, you, like you can't. Really? Yeah. So if you didn't well, pay, good. if you didn't pay your electric. <laughs> Um, it's illegal to turn off the AC because you could literally die. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So you you just have to have it, you know, I guess unless you live in like a trailer somewhere. But yeah, any type of house, building, whatever, it's mandatory. <sighs> on the plus side, on the positive, on, on the positive, happy note, um, I've had some good news. Um, you know, before we get into Taylor Swift, um, which is, I know everybody's on, on bated breath. Dying um, to know that. our opinions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had my first, I had a breakthrough at work. As you know, me singing on the spot parody songs is kind of my jam, right? Right. My son, it's my, it's my, it's, it's kind of like half of my personality at work. That's how I Not find you life. when I'm lost, you know, in a crowd. <laughs> and usually they're like based on work, you know, like, like, especially like in the U S I can make jokes about like, you know, a fashion and I would do parody songs and they were they're amusing to me at least and a few people but none of it breaks through here in hong kong because it's all i work in a 100 percent cantonese office it's super hong kong super chinese the whole thing and um but finally so here's the deal there's a word duck and it means good and there's another word duck which means bad <laughs> and then there's and then there's um fancy yan which is like annoyed okay oh, these are words learning. i've learned these are yeah, so I've learned a few. I've learned a few words, and the other day I, I busted this bad boy out. Already, I was like, 
And it, everybody laughed. Good, good. I don't bad. think they got it. Annoyed. So then I, they, they didn't, they didn't get the joke, but they appreciated the, the effort to sing it. So then I played them the song. <laughs> Was that is that is that the Han- Hanson brothers? Oh yeah. Oh. I had to skip ahead to the chorus for them. Mm, duck. Duck, duck, mm, duck, fancy yarn, mm, duck. <laughs> this is a was so, it the Hanson brothers, right? Yeah. Did I tell Hansen you that uh, three years ago I had um or no not three Jesus I'm old, um oh my god probably like six years ago now I had lunch with them at an ASCAP I Create Music Expo. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean they still got a career going. They're still rocking. Nah, they're, just like, they're hilarious. They only had one big hits. Are we there? Yeah. Are ready for my my Cantonese parody? This is all for the can. This is for all of our Cantonese listeners out there. Duck, 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 fancy yarn, duck, duck, duck. I was very very proud because everybody laughed and they were laughing at me, but they were also laughing with me. So that was a, a massive cultural breakthrough here in Hong Kong. So through music. The power of music, once again, proving that, you know, that's how, that's, that's, that's life. You know what I'm saying? I'm so music, proud of you. Music is the, the language of the universe, and you can reach people through music. <laughs> I'm so proud. Thank you. So, with that being said, I, just, I feel like this is going to be a long episode, so we, we should probably get right into it. Um... Let me just go ahead and click a play button. Is there the... Alright, so the album of the episode that I assigned to you, ironically, um, is Taylor Swift's 2020 exploration into melancholy. <laughs> her latest, her eighth album called Folklore. I'm swaying. So, all right, so what is this album? Album is this is her eighth studio album. She's collaborated with a bunch of indie uh, indie darlings such as uh, Jack Antonoff, um, the Aaron Desner of the National, Bonnie Bear. Um, we got who else we got in here? Just a bunch of people, a whole bunch of white guys. You got right on. <laughs> Bryce Desner, Brian Devendorf, uh, Josh Kaufman, Rob Moose, Ty- Thomas Bartlett. Just white guys for days and also a clarence a clarence 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 jensen so good for her um so here we are it's 2020 taylor swift is i i would say in junior and i'm gonna say that's the really bad word <laughs> top 40 pop um is probably one of the biggest were you gonna say generic of, yeah like generic <laughs> pop which i didn't mean that in a bad way i didn't mean a bad way um like i just meant like you know pop music um not like specific genre i'm saying not genre specific pop but like top 40 pop I would say Taylor Swift has been the dominant force, um, and she kind of blew the world away with uh, that album 1989, right? Yep. Where she kind of went full-blown pop, and then she had the Reputation album, which, you know, continued things forward. And here we are, a pandemic, and she goes home, she's in quarantine, just like the rest of us, and records her little album, a la Fiona Apple. And so, but in this case, she's collaborated with a bunch of indie people. Okay, that's the history, that's who she is, that's what they've done. All right, I assigned it to you, so I will let you go first. What were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Taylor Swift's 2020 <laughs> album, Folklore? Um, half the time, I really liked it, and by really liked it, meaning I really liked the majority of the songs, and the other half, uh, she made me super mad. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, God, because she's... Like like I said, I think in the previous episode, or I don't know if it was, if it was after we had already ended it, um, I've never been a major Taylor Swift fan. I think I was like 13 when her first album came out, because she's like a couple of yeah. years older than me, 12 or 13. Um, and she's got these like cliche storytelling things, but then every once in a while, probably like one song, an album... Uh, something hits home with me, and then I like it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I, I get it. Um, but 
I, I don't know. This song was like, damn it, this is like all the, a lot of the same beats and the melody lines and all this stuff. I'm like, it's, I, I don't think you get to claim tor- territory, but I'm like, damn, this is a lot of stuff that I like and I kind of hate you for it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I hear you. I, I feel like I, when I listened to it, I definitely heard elements of things that you've done. Like, so I can, mm-hmm. I can definitely, I definitely hear like, oh yeah. This is I, I can see this like Sadie had probably had had done something like this or or would would do something like this like there are elements of that in there, but for me, oh I, no, I, you didn't I, like I, it. I struggled. I, here's here's why. I found it boring. <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty. It's a very pretty album. Let me go back. Like let me go back to the. Like the first track, the lead-off track, right? Everything's very pretty, but and everything's put together really nicely. Like everything's put together quite lovely. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. But where I think I struggle, what really hard, what really made it hard for me, is her, is Taylor Swift. <laughs> And I'll tell you why. And I've, I've thought about this a lot. And I thought about, like, what is it that's not working here for me? Because the music is I, absolutely fine. If this would, had been, you know, not Taylor Swift, I I probably would enjoy it. Like, if it was, like, maybe, like, Laura Veers or, or like, uh, an artist like that. So I was like, so what's my deal? Why is it, am I, am I just prejudiced toward Taylor Swift? Am I, like, a, being a contrarian? You know, even Meg's challenged me. It's like, are you just being, like, contrarian about this? Like... I was like, I don't think I am. I was like, I, and I listened to it harder and I listened to it louder. And the louder and harder I listened to it, the less I enjoyed it. And I think what it was, it's her voice. Her voice <laughs> is so perfect. It's bright. It's crisp. It's a pop voice. It's been, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she's been through a billion lessons and has, has, you know, music, you know, uh, vocal coaches and, you know, she's been through the past 20 years of, of just like being taught how to sing perfectly. And then, and her voice is just this like bright, perfect little pretty voice that just kind of like, I'm on the dip-a-dip-a-doo shit, la 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 And the aesthetic of the music doesn't always fit her, her like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. I can, I can totally see. So do you, do you think that that just makes at all a little bit less real to you as far as an indie album yes yes and um and i don't know if i all right right, i'll I'll see i'll give you an example (laughs) we're really what really fucked my head (laughs) i don't know if you'll appreciate this or not (laughs) so you know i listen i watch a lot of stand-up comedy specials and stuff like that i really 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 enjoy stand-up comedy okay you Mm -hmm. know that right yes okay so um, I had I was just I was on the internet and I um, I happened to see um, Bo Burnham um, a, a stand-up special I've already watched before but I was like you know I was in the mood I, this sounded like really good because I was also feeling lately about working on some like um, vocal uh, vocoder stuff again and playing with vo- voice stuff and I remember he did that in his bit and so I was like you know I should like I should rewatch this it'll be fun and then one of the songs that he does in it is something called country song. Hold on a sec. Let me back this up here a little bit here. <laughs> All right. He has a song called Pandarin. And I, after I heard this, I couldn't unhear this with Taylor Swift. They figured out the words and the phrases they can use to pander to their audience, and they list the same words and phrases off sort of mad lib style in every song, raking in millions of dollars from actual class people. Ready? Here comes. You know the words, you know the phrases, phrases like. A dirt road, a cold beer, a blue jeans, a red pickup, a rural noun, simple adjective. <laughs> yeah. No shoes, no shirt, no shoes, you didn't hear that. <laughs> sort of a mental typo. I want to get to the chorus mental now. Mental I walk and talk like a field hand, but the boots I'm wearing cost three grand. I write songs about riding tractors from the comfort of a private jet. I could sing in Mandarin, but still know I'm pandering. <laughs> I'm deer chasing trout, a Bud Light with the logo facing out. Hear that subtle mandolin. 
that's textbook pandering. I own a private ranch that I rarely use. I don't like dirt. <laughs> one verse, one chorus in the back. Anyway, so like, and then, you know, you go back to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Let's go back to Cardigan, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's adjective, 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 phrase. Adjective, adjective, adjective now. Adjective, adjective, adjective <laughs> then I repeat myself. <laughs> and so, but, alright. <laughs> so you can see where I struggled. You know, but it's not all that way. Like, there was one song. Um, oh, gosh. Which one was it? The long album. Here is, uh, seven. Oh, I love Seven. Love this. It was like, okay, you really did it. You stepped out. Yep. Now... But then the next song See, was like from fifteen-year-old her. Her vocals are still pretty, but it's different. Like it's it's it matches the the sadness, and it's like it's almost like they took some of the brightness a, out of it. You know? They yeah, just, something. You know? It's like it's it's kind of a little huskier. Please. I mean, she's like it's a little heavier, but it has still has the the airiness about it, mm-hmm. and it like it's a nice. I hate this word juxtaposition you know, of sound that really really works we're like all the other songs she's just so damn pretty you know in a weird way you know <laughs> all right what all right go ahead you're about to say something about oh, the, you know, the next song so I loved seven and I loved this is me trying um all right but, this but is me trying let me go to why you talk on a second all right go ahead I thought the chorus of this um the chord progression versus like the melody line was fantastic however august felt like it belonged on you know an album of hers when she was like 15 through 18 (laughs) which she was not my jam then and she probably wasn't my jam until uh i don't know the the red album being weezery can't remember what it's called yeah, August was cool. I had I wrote that August sounds fine. It's back to pretty pop. Maybe a hint of '90s like pretty cranberries pop. Had like a cranberries kind of vibe yeah. to it. I was like, meh. This is. But, but then there were songs like Illicit Affairs, which I wrote my notes were. It's a little on the nose. Like, like, like. Did you just watch a movie or something? Probably. <laughs> I mean, what else was she gonna do? Listen to the lyrics. What else? <laughs> the lyrics. It's like it. I mean, it's. It was just like, you know, a walk to remember. Yeah, you know, it's like it's almost like they just watched some kind of like silly little movie and and wrote like what was happening and. And it was like it was stuff like that, and then um, where like I, I I just really struggled. Even going back to seven, like when let me go back to seven real fast. Like it starts off so beautiful, right? But then she like in a second. All right, here it comes. So beautiful right there. It's like yes. Stop doing this, Taylor. Do this for the whole song. Oh, never mind. Sweet tea in the summer. Cross your heart, won't tell no other. And though I can You know, it's like it's like she can't help herself. Yeah, you know? she, can't she just stop. does these little Yeah. And it's just it's her style, which is totally, totally fine. I also <sighs> thought a, a lot of this um, felt like straight off of a Lana Del Rey album, which was kind of annoying. Ooh. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Especially Seven and Cardigan. Um, yeah. Cardigan is straight 
you know, melody lines that Lana Del Rey uses over and over again. And that's all I heard was her voice singing it instead of Taylor's. It's funny um, when Megs and I listened to it nice and loud together because, um, you know, she, Megs challenged me. was like, are you sure you're not being like kind of a dick about top 40 pop music? I was like, I might be. I don't know. Oh, no, and so we me. put it. <laughs> And so we put it on the, the, the in the living room while we already did the other uh, last weekend and I, I gave my notes out as the songs were wrapping up and I was like, Here's my notes as you know, as we're doing each song and it was like and, and I think you know, they kinda agree to me a little bit. Like it's all the album's fine. Like if you have it on the background and you're doing something, it's totally nice. When I had it the first time I listened to it, I had it on when I was commuting. I had I was reading, so I put it nice and low, so it was just kinda background. And it was like nice. I was like, oh, this is nice. But then as I as I actively listened to it more and more, it just kind of started losing its its strength with me. One interesting thing that Megs noted is that a lot of the album reminded uh, reminded them of Lisa Loeb um, from the '90s, and so there's like. Sorry, sir, I stole your money. Sorry, sir, I feel but it's so this is Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories. It's over. So from 1995. It was what I'd heard of. Wow. Yeah, right? So it's like a... Don't hold me high. Don't stultify. Don't hold me high. So... So... Yeah, there it is. It felt very borrowed. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, and and because it is in a way like you know yeah she wrote it and she did her own melodies and all this stuff and everything she recorded herself but like it it really was like working with you know you know like collaborating with all these people and and kind of it it felt a little bit like like just co-opting a sound to kind of fit a mood that doesn't really fit her like her words and aesthetic all the time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah that's that's where i struggled and i've really tried to be objective about it and not be you know a music snob about it you know what i'm saying yeah i'm sorry if you hear all that bass through the headphones it's just the alley just woke up oh i don't i don't really hear anything it's oh, all good, good. Yeah. Okay. it's all good but yeah like i felt like she and then she just kind of pulled back and was just everything was just kind of like restrained and just it just didn't really go anywhere like what about you do you have any like what are some of your favorite bits? Like, I need some positivity here. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I agree. So when I listened through it the first time and, you know, on the last podcast, I was like, wouldn't let you talk. Like, you're going to love it. 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 <laughs> I you're remember I was it. like, oh, no. Shut up. Be like, oh, shit. Um, I listened to it a couple more times. And the more I listened to it, the more I loved it less. Um, oh, yeah, so and and I still really do. I really like the album. Um, I think it's nice and relaxing. I think it's fresh in regards to her normal super pushy pop. But mm-hmm. I agree with you in the sense, and maybe I just couldn't come up with the right words for it, where it started to feel less and less real. E- <sighs> <laughs> Los Angeles, guys. Um, it's just yeah, party started downstairs. I guess it's. Well, remember 8, when I was in PM. New York? When I was in New York, we used to be it used to be sirens on my side. So now it's just horns on your side. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know two two or three blocks from the police and fire station, but nice. You know, whatever, they don't care anymore. So um, <laughs> it's just us. Um, there was more and more things that I was finding that I didn't like so much that I, I think you're right. I think they were a little bit too perfect or a little bit overly thought out where it absolutely would have been refreshing to not have perfectly tuned, awesome vocals and melody lines. And I would love to hear more songs that don't follow your standard song structure. Um, if you really want to get into indie music, it's not always just a you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus type thing. And and it's still, and to be fair, that's her. That's what she's yeah. good at. That's what she's been good that's at. That's what her fans probably want too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, she's relatable in that sense. And, and I also think for, you know, someone who her first album came out when I was around 12 and she's like 15, 16, I think I'm 
she grew up a little bit and I'm happy that she's exploring other things than, you know, just power pop singles with, you know, the best models and best rappers and her music videos and stuff like that. Like she took a chill pill, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like that. I'm like, cool. I think a lot of her fans can kind of grow up with this album and appreciate it, especially if her fans aren't really into indie alternative music. This is probably like the best thing ever where you and I listen to a lot of music that's like this and that's done better in my opinion. So it makes it a little bit more difficult to just take this powerhouse and then her to just do this now. And we're like, "Eh, I don't know, you know, (laughs) if that makes any sense. It makes absolute and complete sense. And, you know, and and part of it might very much be like my prejudice as much as I'm trying to like not make it that, but I I 100% agree with you. It's just, it's, it's a very nice album. And maybe for Taylor, if you like Taylor Swift, it might be a, a masterpiece album for you. And that's totally fair and that's totally fine. And it might be a perfect album for you. That's beautiful. She you know, got good ratings, me, huh? I, it's, it's come down some now that people have, like, more more reviews have come out. Shock like, they're starting to chill gone. out some. Yeah. Like, the Fiona Apple kind of lingered up in the 90s, you know, whereas, like, uh, now that you had those initial people who wrote that, who had to vomit out the review, who were just, like, gushing over it, like, put it in the 90s. But now it's dropping down, like, into the 80s as people are, like, you know, over, thinking about more. And, and the ones who took their time to write the, to write the review. I was listening to a podcast called Popcast from New York Times. And these four professional journalists who speak about music all the time, it they... They kind of, it's like it's 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 almost like they I don't know it, it was expectations and or because it was a surprise album maybe if maybe if she had announced what she was working on ahead of time and people were, became more aware of what was happening and then she released it maybe the expectations would have been different but I think the surprise element was really really positive for her and I think it did a great job with like the critics kind of being like whoa you know and, yeah. and then the ones who who write the reviews fast and who have to get that who want to be first to the market with that review you don't really have a chance to kind of really really like sit with it and let it like digest inside you mm-hmm. um but like you know i've listened to it now for two weeks and there's some there was some good stuff like oh uh, let me let me do some positive stuff here the the song epiphany let this one get going here nice slow build so I wrote on this one, the vocals, I really like the vocals on this one. They're not as pristine, they're more ethereal. And now like, I, it's almost like, they're almost like Kate Bush. And I almost wish she had gone more ethereal with their vocal style on this album and been more Emily Haynes, Kate Bushy with their vocals sometimes. I'm talking over the intro. Sorry. Which has this whoop thing, which I really love. See, that's nice. This is beautiful. Like crazy reverb, super ethereal. It reminded me so much of like Kate Bush. It reminded me of like I said Emily Haynes. If I go to Emily Haynes real fast, uh, see if I can kind of stretch out my conversation while I look for the album that I was listening to the other day, and then I'm just gonna keep talking and talking. And the I'm weather was like hot, and we're just googling and and just go- I'm just you know just Google the stuff, and you got the things, and here we go. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> This is Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeleton, and the album's called Choir of the Mind. Her voice is very breathy. She's the lead uh, singer for Metric and a few other bands in in Canada, and she also worked with Broken Social Scene. You heard her on the album of Hug of Thunder. You heard that. Right. She just has that breathy, ethereal voice, you know? Let's see if I can skip ahead to something where she's singing. There's more of a pop song here. Enough for a living wage. 
No. We accept the fatal gift, a soup stone for our stove, and a blindfold for our tears. See how it's like, it's not pretty? It's like ethereal, it's, but it has a little bit of syrup in it, you know, in her voice. Yeah. And, yeah, it works for that style of music very, very, very well, and you know, you know, good for Taylor for like just doing what she wants to do. And I feel like Taylor was best when her voice did that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the other one that had that kind of vocal delivery I really liked? Mm-hmm. Ah, here we go. Fifteen piece. So here I love her voice, but I hated like the words she just kind of like has to say a thousand words <laughs> the bass is nice though yes please probably jack ooh bass duet <laughs> does she normally cuss in her music there's a lot of cussing in this album uh she's chilled out more with this one she dropped a few bombs it was nice yeah. I was like oh okay there you go you do you do you boo (laughs) you know when you're singing to 12 year olds your whole life and they all grow up it's like well fuck it see again the more ethereal My notes were nice bass, musically love this one, do not like the vocal delivery but love her voice, but she was just more sparse with the words. There's so many words. Always. All right, I have a question for you, my friend. Well, my friend. Oh, compadre, I know. what's I just, up? You know, I got like, I got a mood. A mood. Like, what'd you think <laughs> of Exile with the bon- Bonnie Bear duet? Um. All right, let's let me, let everybody listen for a second because Bonnie Bear starts out for some reason. <laughs> I can see you standing, honey, with his arms around your body, laughing, but the joke's not funny at all. And it took you five whole minutes to pack us up and leave with it. Alright, what do you think of Exile? I really liked the lyrics. Um, The rest was meh. So I I, I thought the chorus was great. I, again, I dug the lyrics. The rest of it was just meh. I like the bridge. I thought the bridge was nice. I was surprised that Bonnie Bear led the duet, that he was the first one up. Like, I feel like it's a transition into a duet from the, the song before. It would have been almost if she had started and then he did the next one, probably would have been like, but it was like, kind of punched me in the face. I was like, oh, hello. Okay. This is really pretty. You know, so there's some pretty stuff. The bridge is interesting, but it was just, it was, it showed such a contrast where his voice is not, you know, fucking Kenny Rogers or whatever. And here she comes in all like, and it's like, you know, it, it just became, it was, yeah, it just, I, I really wanted to like this. I really did. You know, I knew you were hyped about it. So I really wanted to like this oh, album. Sorry, but... it's misleading. In a way, I kind of feel like she did. She pulled a Decemberist. The Decemberist, you know, were like this band. They were doing their little, like, like indie kind of vibe thing and then they grew bigger and bigger and they their sound got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger they did like the crane wife which is like a semi-concept album then they did a full-blown like concept album with hatches love it was like over the top and ridiculous and then the very next album they did like the stripped down like you know kind of thing it's almost like taylor swift did the same thing she's like build and build and build and build and you're like okay what do i do now you're like um Uh, back to basics (laughs) (laughs) start over i guess but I have to give Swift credit, you know, to be positive here, all right? Taylor Swift and I would say, like, Beyonce. Beyonce just released uh, uh, the, the uh, Lion King. Black is King, King and, yeah. Yeah, thank you. And I have to give them both great credit. 
I think they both do a wonderful job of being the voice of their fan base and of their circle of whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like they both they have their fan base that kind of grew up with them. I think Beyonce's might be a little bit older sometimes than yeah. Swiss, maybe. She started you know, early nineties, so Yeah. You know, but I feel like you know, kudos to both of them. Um, but in this case, since we're talking about Swift, kudos to Swift that like she she brought her little country music sound and made it bigger, and then took it to the popular world, which is you know not always easy to do. But then expanded even further, and then now kind of instead of going back to basic basics with like country country, you know did this like kind of like home thing, which you know that's 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 kind of ballsy for her you know i don't think the ex- what the expectation was the expectation is to keep on trucking right pop stars are supposed to keep on getting bigger and more ridiculous and obnoxious and she kind of did like a little a little reset you know right. and from here I, th- I think it's a launching pad that she can pretty much do anything she wants next you know what i'm saying yeah exactly so good for her you know you know good for you taylor swift for that, you get an A+. Plus. <laughs> you are owning your market quite wonderfully. <laughs> Absolutely. Any final thoughts on the album? No. No? No. Um, there is for sure a few songs on this album that I will save, um, including the first track, the one. I love the that one. song. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Um, there's a couple ones I'll go back to, but other than that, it's like, well, okay. All right. I have to ask you, what did you think of the last great American Dynasty? Too storytelling for me. It's too Taylor Swifty for me. <laughs> she rhymed gauche with goes. She which just I was really wanted with. to. She just wanted to. You knew. You heard it, and you're like, ah, you've been holding that <laughs> one in. I know it. <laughs> I. Uh, I I think when I struggled with this this uh, this song, was musically it was fine. It was like I could give, I I can't give as as little fucks as po- like I, there, I have no fucks to give for the last great American Dynasty as a concept. Me either. Yeah, I'm like. But then I'm like, okay, what world have you been living in this whole time? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. Yeah, gosh and go. Yep. <laughs> That's impressive. Oh yeah, you we know, heard it in the car. We're like, she's songs. been holding on to that word. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. <laughs> I do love that. I love it when people use a word and then you wonder yourself, how are they going to rhyme this? How's this? Where are we going with this? You know, almost like going back to Bo Burnham. You know, I can sing in Mandarin because <laughs> I got textbook my Mandarin. Textbook Mandarin. <laughs> so funny. One last thing I have to ask you about this album is who done it, who done did it better? Fiona Apple, who did the best home recording quarantine album of the year? Fiona Apple or Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh man, this is so mean because I, I love Fiona Apple they, so much, but I'm going to have to right, go with Taylor Swift because she just stresses me the whoa. fuck out. She stresses me out, man. I could I can go back and turn this on and not have an anxiety attack <laughs> it's like do you want to do you want to have aggressive cleaning or chill cleaning you know i feel like those that's are your a, two options that's very very fair that's exactly how i felt listening to jesse 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 reyes last time you know it's just like the song's just like that da, da, you're like oh shit man <laughs> i can't deal with you right now bro yeah <laughs> I think Fiona Apple represented uh, on that grid of facial expressions. She did a good job of representing like all of them, <laughs> like where we were, maybe like in April, and maybe Taylor Swift is covering you know July pretty well. And there's gonna be something probably if this goes into next month. September's music is gonna be like this is gonna be a home record. That's just gonna be like she's gonna noise. be psycho, psycho music. Oh. Oh, that was perfect. I mean, they're both like too long. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I didn't even realize it until today. It was an hour and three minutes. It's long. Yeah. It's long. Too long. And I I, I got to where like, you know, Mad Woman came on and just like, I just can't like. 
just like singing about this angry woman and stuff. You're just like, uh, and then it's like, please end. And then, and then hoax comes on the very end. You're like, just hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do you give the album? I am going to give this album a B plus. Wow. I will listen to it again and I'll skip the songs that I don't like. I am going to give it, I think for me, it's either a C minus or D plus. Like Both are fair. It's, it's great background music. And I can put this on repeat and go make some art nice and within the background and go do some arting or whatever. And it's, I wouldn't even, I'd be totally fine. You know, but I think if you, when you listen to it, listen to, or when I listen to it, listen to it, I just, uh, there's, there's just nothing there. It's, it's just nothing there. There's like one, even seven gets ruined sometimes. That's like the bridge of every single Lana Del Rey song. <laughs> I just rather, I, I, after the album, so after I gave it a really listen um, at, at work, I had a really good like train ride where I had it really nice and loud. When it was over. Um, I put on the Emily Haynes album that I was playing earlier, and it felt like, yeah, yeah, okay, here we are. Uh, and it felt right. And I was like, this is what I want to hear. This kind of like more stark, you know, uh, independent woman, you know, breathy kind of thing. Like the whole thing is like, yeah, this is this is good. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And it made me like this even less. And so it's like, I just, I feel like it's a good effort. And again, Taylor Swift fans, I, I totally think, if you think it's a perfect album, I, I totally get it. And that's wonderful. But uh, for me, it just it doesn't go anywhere, and it just falls flat, and it's just pulled back, and it's just it kind of sounds like pandering. It kind of sounds like pandering <laughs> when the Swift is singing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right. What's next? What's on the What's on the docket? It's your turn. Okay, so I just realized that it was my turn when we got on the phone. Um, uh, so shit. I have two. I have two ideas for you. Or okay, we can do a throwback album that I think you should have listened to by now that you haven't. I mean, if we're going to do throwbacks, then I want throwback and I want throw an album at your face. So too, do you want to do two throwbacks? I love you know I love. Let's throwbacks. do two throwbacks. If, I mean, all right, while you, you while you tell me yours, I will think about mine. Okay. I am giving you the Beyonce Lemonade album. Oh shit. It's time. <laughs> and if you want to log time? into my iTunes to watch the movie that comes with it cuz I bought it, uh you can. <laughs> it's great. I kind of want to throw something at you. It's like the absolute and complete opposite. Go for it. Let's do it. I don't. I have that whole album memorized. I don't have to listen to it again. So, all right, all right. I'm gonna go with a, an old fucking album. How about that? Fine. Yeah, yeah. How about that? <laughs> um. Oh, do I want to do that? Uh, oh no. This album? It's from. <laughs> I wanna. You know what? You know what? You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, it just it's, it's in my scroll. It's right there. It's an album I want to listen to suddenly really bad. So fuck it. And it's also quiet and contemplative. So it's <laughs> Neil Young's Harvest Moon. Wow. I am going to be forced to listen to Neil Young for the first yes. time. Yes. It's the only Neil Young album. It's the only Neil Young album I really like. <laughs> All right. So I'm don't I'm not I'm not a Neil Young fan. Um, but let me get Beyonce here. Yeah, Beyonce. I all your Beyonce's and Lucy Lou's. All right. I make most uh, of my tips off of just playing this album straight through while I'm working. <laughs> we all dance together. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm excited to listen to this. Don't worry, I'm not really. I'm only half paying attention now because I want to listen to it properly. I've been meaning to listen to this album for a very long time. And I just don't. So now I will. <laughs> now you have to. And I have to and know. I love Neil me Young. some Beyonce. Me too. I love Beyonce. I love me some Love on Top. You know, Love on Top. This will be a little different. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Oh yeah. Now let's. This is, <laughs> this is what we. This is what we need to exit on. Oh baby, it's you. Yeah. Bring the beat in. Woo! I think this is Lemonade, right? Was this on Lemonade? Did she do a remix? Uh, no. No, no, no. This, no? this, this album is about her 
husband cheating on her. There's not on this. <laughs> Very different narrative going on right now. Oh, so good. All right. Well, there you go. So we got Taylor Swift done, and but we did it. We, we did, did it. Taylor Swift. We did Taylor Swift. I'm so. I, I did my first Taylor Swift album. I'm so proud of myself, and I'm proud of us. I'm so proud of I you. I think we did. I think we covered it pretty thoroughly and extensively, and I think we came at it from two very different perspectives, and I'm really, really proud of that. You know, really, really am. We did Good it job justice. For us. Pat our backs. Pat our backs. Mm-hmm. And the next episode is going to be jacked up if it's Beyonce and Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be good because it's going to get like old white guys who like Neil Young to listen and they're going to learn about Beyonce. Yeah. And you're going to have all the Beyonce, what do the Beyonce fans call it? Beehives, right? I don't know. Beehives? Sure. Yeah, beehives, right? All the beehives are going to be listening and they're going to learn about Neil Young. Check it out. It's all about intersectionality and diversity, people. We're going to become one world come hell or high water. That's 2020. Yeah. It's love on top. <laughs> Should we do it for the court change? Oh, God. I got When's the court changes kick in? A while. It's like a 12-minute song. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. Let's skip ahead a little bit. And in the meantime... Actually, I'm not going to skip ahead. I'm gonna, I think we should wrap it up. Any last thoughts, Sadie? Nope. What do you think of the episode? Good one? It was a good one. All right, good. We did good. All right, well, this has been Sadie and Aaron from Hong Kong and Los Angeles saying goodbye and until next time uh, uh, keep your love on top yeah <laughs> yeah that sure works. <laughs> until next time all bye bye Are you ready? Is it time? Oh, no. See, I told you this forever. When is the court changes? It's like there's a whole other thing. Oh, for Christ's sake. But we're like a minute and a half out. Oh, yeah. No, it's a while. I'm just going to keep playing. I'm playing it out. I'm playing this out. There it is. There's one. First one. It all cuts out when people, I start singing. Do you think people understand how hard it is to like do this many chord changes? <laughs> song pumps me up I'm not even trying to stick at this point <laughs> Here we go, one more Crazy Stupid I see if I get it Oh, stupid <laughs> Go away Alright, I'm ending the recording <laughs>